I'm so ready. Episode 118. I'm Forrest Hall. It's Real Church Matters. Where we talk real church matters because real church matters. How are you guys? I hope you're fine. I hope you're listening to this in the best place of your life. And even if your situations aren't great, I pray that you understand that having a great God should give you a great day. That being said, let's jump into housekeeping. As always, realchurchmatters.com. You can search Real Church Matters and it'll take you to SoundCloud. Or you can search Real Church Matters on the Apple Podcast app. Or you can just talk to your phone if you're on an Apple device, on your iPad, even on your Apple TV. And you can say, Siri, play Real Church Matters podcast. You can say it a bunch of different ways. You can say, Siri, play Real Church Matters uh, episode 118. Or play the latest episode of Real Church Matters podcast. I mean, technology is just crazy. And uh, we might as well use it to the glory of God. Right? Exactly. That being said... You can also follow us on social media. On Instagram, it's Real Church Matters. On Facebook, it's Real Church Matters. On Twitter, it's Real Church MTTRS. Like us, follow us, subscribe to us, write a rating, write a review. Um, just a little point about that. It is very helpful when you do these things. It's uh, it's support, and if you would like to show support, that's one of the ways you can show it. Would just like to come and listen to the podcast continue as you were but sometimes it's helpful to let people know that there are other ways they can support um i'm assuming if you're listening that you uh you are supportive of the content in some way and so a way that you can give back or appreciation is just to write a review share it once in a while Tell your friends and family about it. It really costs you nothing. Now, that being said, if you would like to give something in the way of money, you don't have to write a check. No. You can simply go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Real Church Matters. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Real Church Matters. This helps me to keep the podcast going so that it gets to the point where no matter whether I am doing great financially or not, the podcast is not at the mercy of my situation, but it is helped and blessed and supported by people just like you. So I appreciate that. Um, That concludes housekeeping. As always, remember, it's obedience over audience man i mean you know how awesome the world would be if the world was just filled with people who was more concerned with being obedient than having an audience i just think we'd be an awesome place it's not easy though i'll tell you every day i'm confronted with challenge of reminding myself that what I see does not matter as much as what I know. And part of that is not living for people, but living for God, not listening to myself, my emotions, or the pressures and the, the words of people, the things that you see, the people you see, but just believing by faith that the word of God is enough to sustain us. And though we might be in positions where we feel lonely, detached, corny I promise you if you can endure those fleeting emotions you can find a a nice place a good place a place that was reserved for the people of God so uh, what else oh this time last year the first week of August we were on 
built for likes or built to last. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's Ashley and Philip, uh, my brother and his wife. Shout out to them. I think that was the episode where I had them on. I find it to be an awesome episode. Um, I think you would too. I think the less you know about people, the more when you listen to people who you don't know, it opens a world and an understanding that you can really take in having not known them. So for the people who are not who listen and be like, he has a lot of people in his family and it's a lot of inside stuff. I don't really understand. Believe it or not, you're getting just what you need to from it, having not known all of these people. And and the more you get familiar with them, the more you can actually see their progress and growth. Um, so with that being said, like, yeah, take that one in. Uh, let's see. That was episode eight, uh, 77. Episode 77. And then we had, let's see here. Episode. Where are we at? Okay, Um, then we had episode 27, the unknown is known, the unknown is known, just not by you. And of course, that's a cool episode about God knowing everything and you knowing nothing and how awesome that is and not as scary as one would think it is. So there's those two. That's episode 27, 27 and episode 77. So take those two in and take today's in episode 118, Higher Learning. Episode 118, Higher Learning. I've been doing a study about learning uh, prematurely, shared a little bit of it for my family Bible study about a month or two ago. And the other day I was finishing it out and I just felt in my spirit like, okay, this thing is ready to go. It's ready to rock now. I, I got to understand and I can really help people. And uh, so let's get to it. Second Timothy chapter three, verse six through eight. So I, I really want you to grab the scriptures when I'm in these these podcasts by myself. I really want it to be like it's just me and you sitting, having Bible study without all the awkwardness or weirdness or extraness that people can bring to interpersonal situations. Now you just in your room might, might, might want to turn your TV off. Turn the music off. Tell people to leave you alone for a second. Grab a Bible. Get in your, your room. Maybe you're in your dorm room. Maybe you're in your bedroom. Maybe you're in your living room. Maybe you're on break at work. Just pull out your app on your phone, the Bible app, and, and let's get to it, all right? 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 6 through 8 says, For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women Laden with sins, led away with diverse lust. Verse seven is the focus here. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, I've used these scriptures separately, but I'm bringing them two together so you understand the context of what Paul is trying to teach. He's saying that these false teachers are able to creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin. Today, don't focus on the gender. Silly people laden with sin, laden, weighed down with sin, led away by their lust, their diverse lust, their various lust, their many lust. He says, and because of this, because of this, this laden with sin and this lusted, diverse lust that drive them all over the place, they're ever learning from everybody, from false teachers, <laughs> from real teachers. But they're constantly seeking and learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. And what I'm realizing is that there's a lot of people in church. There's a lot of people who really want to know. And I, sometimes I hear people like, uh, you know, sit and say, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand. I'm trying to. I, I feel like I'm the on the short bus when it comes to church or I feel like I'm on the outside looking in and there's all these people talking all of this stuff. And just the other day I said something that uh did I read myself. I said, you know, there was uh the Pauline letters and the person just felt like 
Like, how did you understand this? How do you know this? I mean, like, it's just vernacular. I didn't have to say it. I kind of kicked myself for saying it because I knew I was saying it just to say it. I didn't didn't need to say it to say what I needed to say. And by saying it, it caused a person to feel disconnected. And so what I want to do is share with you guys that, that there's a constant learning happening. There's a constant hearing of things, but we are never able to come to the knowledge of the truth because there's something in us that's preventing us. We're learning, but we need to get to higher learning. We need to get to higher learning that can take a billion us a billion different ways. But I just want to start from there. If you're taking notes, I am ever learning, but I want to come to a learning that leads me to the truth. That leads me to understand the truth. Let's get this simple. Let's make this real simple. What's the truth? Jesus is the truth. So whatever I learn, it needs to bring me closer to Jesus. Whatever I learn needs to bring me closer to Jesus because he is the truth. The more I know about him, the more I know about the truth. We're supposed to come in church to know about the truth. So therefore, we come to church to learn about Jesus. One of the things we're doing in our Bible study right now is teaching people what doctrine is, what good doctrine is, what bad doctrine is. And one of the things we came to an understanding is if if it's not the doctrine of Jesus Christ, it is the doctrine of men. And we have to be careful that we're not focusing on things that pull us away from Christ. Because these silly women were learning, but some of the things they were learning weren't drawing them to the knowledge of Christ. It was drawing them away. When you're sitting with your Bible, you're supposed to be saying, whatever I take away from this Bible, it should draw me closer to an understanding of who Jesus is. Now, I have to pull out scripture because otherwise I just sound like I'm talking. And then for those of you who are really listening, you should be saying, well, how does knowing more about Jesus help me in my situation right now? And so I want to get to that. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 29. Nowadays, whenever I say a scripture, I almost always hear a person in my head subconsciously say, what scripture did he say? Oh, I don't know why. It's just it's so burned in my head that that's the direct response whenever I say scriptures during Bible study or, or during a sermon. Someone heard me but didn't hear me. So that it, I don't know if they were listening to themselves deep in thought. I don't know if they were singing a song or humming to themselves, but they they kind of heard me say a scripture but wasn't really paying attention. It's unfortunate. But, but I, I'm saying it again, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 29. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This kind of goes perfectly with what uh, Paul said about silly women laden with sin. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Those who, of you who are working so hard. In in this way, in this context, working so hard to learn, working so hard to come to church, working so hard to make it the Bible study. He says, come unto me, because even though you're you're laboring, you're heavy laden. You're heavy laden. We we say it in such a uh, such a way that it bothers people. But it's true. There are many people who come to church who are not changing. They're not growing. The reason being is because they're laboring, but they're heavy laden. Laden with what? Laden with sin, with their own diverse desires. It's hard for people. It comes out in their conversation. You can hear them talk about God, but it don't take long for them to talk about what they want. It's funny. We t- when we talk about God, it, it, it seamlessly goes into what we want. There isn't a conversation just about God and what he wants. Why? Because we're ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge that Jesus had about his father. So much so that he said, everything I speak is just of my father. Everything I do is just because he told me to do it. I have no thoughts of my own. 
And even when he had a thought of his own, he said, no, wait a minute, not my will, but thy will be done. That is the life I aspire to. That is the life that leads me to the truth because my job is to emulate Jesus. So the more I know about him, the more I can emulate him. But I'm jumping here. Take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you. A yoke is a symbol of work. A yoke is what the oxen wore as they plowed the fields. It's a symbol of work. He says, you all are laboring and you're heavy laden, but you're not laboring the way I want you to. You're not working the way I work. Jesus labored, but his labor was always his father's will. Jesus got up every morning and did, but his doing was always the father's will. Jesus opened up his mouth and spoke, but his speaking was always the father's will. I see people, I've been guilty of it myself in church. Many things that we do, even in church, isn't according to Jesus' doctrine. Because we're doing it because we want to, not because God wants us to. Nobody knows but you. Nobody knows but you. But I'm telling you, it's the truth. I know it's the truth because I'm not in a vacuum. I'm not in a box. I can come to that humility and that understanding of myself. And so I know that many people are frustrated. When I see the frustrations, I know, oh, yeah, that was me too. Laboring in the church, but heavy laden. He said, I want to give you rest. He said, this is how I get you to rest. I get you to rest. By getting you to work. I get you to rest by giving you a better job. It's like I work hard now. But as hard as I work. It's not as hard. As it was. Being out in the sun. And cutting grass. That was hard work. It's not as hard as working from 10 at night to 7 in the morning. Which I do sometimes still. But it's different when I'm at my computer instead of in a truck unloading pallets of stuff from 10 at night to 7 in the morning. Whether in the heat with just a fan on us or in the cold with just a heating fan on us. Struggling to stay warm, (laughs) struggling to keep my head uh, focused to not get depressed, to not get stressed out. I'm still working. I do a lot of work. Sometimes I put in way more hours than I should. But I'm telling you, the the work is different. The work is different. The work is different. And that's what God is saying. Jesus is saying, take my work on and learn of me. I just want you to get understanding. If you're, you're taking notes, higher learning. Number two, work study. God wants to put us on work study. Yeah, you're here to learn, but you're going to learn through working. We're going to learn by doing. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. So one of the things you need to understand is every time you're reading the Bible, you should be asking the question, does this show me Christ? And if it does, what did Christ do so that I might do it? I learn by doing. You know how people say, I'm a visual learner. I'm a this learner. I'm a... Listen, in the word, Jesus was looking for one type of learner. He's looking for the person who's ready to work. You're going to have to be hands on. He said, take my yoke upon me. You'll learn of me through my work. You'll learn of me through obedience. Write it down. You'll learn of me through obedience. Why? He said, because you got so much to learn. What do I got to learn, Jesus? He said, for for starters, I'm meek and lowly at heart. I'm meek and lowly in heart. You'll learn that when you start to work with me. When you start to do as I said, do as I taught you. Work side by side with me. Then you'll start to learn just how I am. When I say, Jesus, I want to love. And then I read what love is in the Bible. 
I read his teachings on love and then I start to exercise them and I get an understanding of what love is and I get an understanding of who he was. Who he was. We're going to get there. I can't jump the gun. And ye shall find rest for your soul. The reason why study is so important to my life right now is because I finally cracked it. I understand. Every time I read it, I'm looking for what to emulate. Because I understand it is, it is in my emulation that I truly receive salvation. It is in my emulation that I truly receive salvation. It's, it's in that operation, that work study, that work study. Don't don't sit and study work study. Work study. We're going to get to it. I can't. Ah, I'm jumping the gun. Here we go. Ephesians chapter four. Are you still with me? I, I, I'm trying to move quickly because some of you, you only got an hour break at work. And so I want you to go through this during that hour if you can. Or maybe you only got an hour before um, you got to put the kids to bed or, or an hour before after you put them to bed that you got to be in bed so you could get up in the morning. So I'm going to try to keep this in an hour. Ephesians chapter four, verse 19 through 21 says, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness. This is their past feeling. They've given themselves over to actually doing now. To work all uncleanliness and greediness. He said 20 verse 20 of Ephesians chapter 4. But ye have not so learned Christ. He said you, you didn't learn none of this from Christ. You didn't learn it from Christ. I don't know what you're doing. But whatever you're doing, you didn't learn this from Christ. Verse 21 says, if so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. We are supposed to come to the knowledge of the truth through his word. So when we read his word, we should find Christ. And when we find Christ, we found the truth. What does Christ say about what you're feeling right now? What does Christ say about what you're thinking right now? What does Christ say about the type of person you are? What does Christ say about the, the type of world we live in? What does Christ say about love? What does he say about your body and your mind? When you come to an understanding of what Christ said about it, you will find now ask yourself the question, what is he asking me to do? And sometimes what he's asking me to do ain't that deep. It's not that deep. All I got to do is look at what he did. Look at what he did. Sometimes people can make you feel weird about you obeying the scriptures and can tell you, make you feel like you're misinterpreting it. I promise you, there's nothing to misinterpret about following what Christ did. I'm just going to follow what Christ did. Christ sat with sinners. What did he do when he sat with sinners? He taught them. He healed them. Nobody stopping you from sitting with sinners. Sit with sinners and do like Jesus did. The problem is, is that you sit with them and you don't take on his yoke. You take on the yoke you already had, the yoke of bondage, and you don't see any fruit in your life because you're ever learning. But you're never coming to the truth. To come into the knowledge of the truth is to understand he's the way, the truth, and the light and follow that way. Follow that way. Because that way, the way he acted, the way he talked, the way he lived leads to truth. I'm telling you, it's, it's not hard no more when you look at people moving and you look at what they say. Even when people joking and stuff, you're like, Jesus wouldn't have said that. If Jesus wouldn't have said it, then that person is ever learning. I don't care who they are. I don't care what title they hold. They are ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Never. And because of that, they don't get rest. He said, I'll give you rest when you learn of me. When you take on my work study, you don't have to worry about tuition. You don't have to labor in that way no more. You can just rest. See, it's something cool about when you're in college and you get an internship. 
Because even though you might get paid a little bit or you might not get paid nothing at all, you know that you're working in an environment that is building towards something greater in your life. That you would rather be there not making little to no money than you would making a lot of money sitting in a retail or sitting at a fast food place because you know you're not surrounded by an environment that is causing you to learn and grow in a direction that you desire. See, you, we found ourselves in a lot of places, doing a lot of things, putting in a lot of work, and never, never, never coming to a rest because you're not seeing that work pay off where it matters most. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I got to focus. Matthew chapter four, verse 22 through 24. And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed who? They followed him, him being Jesus. They left their father. They left the ship. They followed Jesus. Where did they follow Jesus to? Because we come to church and we're Christians and we say we follow Jesus. If I turn to you and I ask you, who do you follow? You'll say Christ. But follow him where? They didn't follow Jesus to the car dealership. They didn't follow Jesus to the ATM. They didn't follow Jesus to a job placement program. They didn't follow Jesus to a new house. As a matter of fact, he told them he had not a place to lay his head. He gave them no promise of prosperity. He gave them a promise of eternity. And he said the eternity is the true prosperity. You got to read the stuff correctly and seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And, oh my goodness, I got to stay focused. Where did they follow him? It says Jesus in verse 23, and Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues. So they follow him to go teach. It didn't say they turned around and left and say, oh, I didn't want to follow him like this. No, they followed him so they could learn. Learn all they could about him. So even when he was teaching, they were learning from what he taught, but then they were learning how to be like him. So they went with him to Galilee. They followed him. They saw him teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases among the people. Work study. Oh yeah, you're going to follow me. You're going to follow me and see how I work so that you can work. Come on, come on. I need y'all to understand if you're still taking notes. I, you, we are following Christ to see how he works so that we can get to work. How long have you followed Christ and just watched? When is the training session over? I mean, at your job, orientation ain't but a week at the most. And then you on three-month probations to see if you actually, when you was watching people work, when you was listening to people tell you how to work, now they are giving you a probationary period to see if you took that information and truly learned. Don't tell me you learned because you knew vernacular. As people, people got to understand this. They, they, they misinterpret when we're in Bible study. They hear people saying things that they don't understand as if they were supposed to already understand it. But you've never set your mind to seek it. So how would we expect you to understand it? Your job is not to learn vernacular. Your job is to learn of him so that you might replicate what he does, not talk. Not to mimic Jesus's talk. Not mimic rhetoric. But do what he did. That's why I love that he said he taught. Because you can't copy what somebody says and teach. <sighs> you can't. You can't. The worst teachers in the world just somebody grab a textbook, tell you what page to turn to, have you read it, hand you a ditto that they got from the teacher's book. And then check the answers with the answer key. That's not a teacher. I know you probably grew up in areas where that's what past is teaching. 
But I promise you, it's not teaching. It's not teaching. Matthew 26, 54 through 56 says in verse 50, 50, actually go to 55. In that same hour said Jesus to the multitudes, are ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves for to take me? He said, you guys, what are you doing? You had, they had swords and they had sticks or staffs. Um, he, he said, did y'all do this to come and take me? These people were surrounding Jesus. He said, I sat daily with you teaching in the temple. And you laid not one hand on me. You laid not one hand on me. How y'all sit there daily? He didn't say one time. They sat there daily teaching, listening to him. Come on, even when people hate your guts, if they was plotting to kill you, they're not going to sit there every day. Jesus is like, something ain't right here. Y'all sat there every day while I was teaching you in the temple. I wanted to point this out because I want you to focus so you can highlight it in your Bible. He said, I sat daily with you teaching in the temple. Guys, higher learning involves daily teaching. And I'm going to tell you this. Jesus ain't stopped teaching. Every day, the Holy Spirit is teaching. It's just that you're not learning. Because you're not seeking to learn daily. You're seeking to learn maybe on Sunday school. You're seeking to learn maybe on Tuesday. You're seeking to learn maybe on Wednesday or Thursday service, whichever one y'all have. And maybe if you have Bible study at home, you're seeking then. But he said Jesus dedicated his time to teaching. That's what I want to make sure you understand. Jesus, what what do y'all think he did with his free time? For the three years in ministry, from 30 years old to 33, he was daily teaching. Why aren't we daily learning? To prepare those men for the ministry after he left, he had to teach them daily. You sometimes read your Bible, sometimes open up a devotional, which is once again, just people chopping up your food for you. Parsing it up into nice little lunchables and feeding you on a schedule, but that's not true eating. You got to dig deeper. That's supposed to whet your appetite. Those people didn't do that for you to just gulp that and say, oh, I did my, my learning for today. Come on now. It's time for us to grow up. There's no effort that's needed for milk. You want milk? Go in the refrigerator and get it. Real quick, pour it in a cup, drink it. Matter of fact, just drink it from the carton. You a baby, you want milk? Just go on the teat. Go right on the teat. That's what we want. We come to church, we just open our mouth. But if you want the meat of the word, you got to pull it out. You got to prepare it. You got to cook it. You got to get it placed and plated at the table and then you got to work to get it in your mouth you got to do some work there's some effort there's some effort daily because Jesus was teaching daily you're supposed to be learning daily so that you can be teachers daily you know the sad thing Some of us don't feel the obligation to teach anybody. I mean, you don't teach nobody. Why? Because you ain't a leader. You you don't have a title. So you think that you don't need to be teaching. You got loved ones. You got sisters. You got brothers. You got cousins. You got nieces. You got nephews. You got uncles. You got aunts. You got grandparents. You got parents. You got co-workers. You got people who listen to you for whatever reason. Some of y'all, I don't know why anybody listened to you. Some of you, I listen to, I listen to some people talk. And honestly, I think to myself, like somebody listens to that. Somebody really calls that person on the phone and enjoys listening to that. But believe it or not, somebody does. And why not give them something since they want to talk to you? 
Since they want to hear you, why not give them something? You got to have something to give. And if you came to church and you really sought to learn about Christ and then stop acting like this is a college program, but that this is not, there's no levels to this. Learn Christ, follow Christ. Learn Christ, do what he said. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. This is higher learning. Y'all want to play that other stuff? Play it. Turn the churches into seminaries. Will we break down theology? Will we talk about big words? Will we play with hermeneutics? Will we, we dibble and dabble in the study of things, but not the study of Christ so that we can walk out what we learned of him? You got to keep it focused. We have to keep it focused. Jesus set daily to teach in the temple. He said, y'all didn't lay hold to me. Verse 56 says, but all this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. He said, y'all did this not even of your own power. You did this because the scriptures call, the prophets call for this to happen. He said, I don't take offense to it. Y'all was just in my class earlier. He said, then all the disciples forsook him and fled. The scripture said that this must be done. This is, this is part of that rest too. If y'all don't know, some of the things that's happening in your life, the scriptures had said it would happen. So you should have peace. Scripture said we would be persecuted, but he said, Lo, I'll be with you always. He, 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 see, if you learn of him, you have rest in situations you panicking in because you ain't learned of him. Yeah, you know big words, but you haven't learned of him. And so you're ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of Jesus. Let's keep going. We almost done. Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Jesus said, All the power has been given to me. Oh, don't we love that? It, we got all this power. What do I need all this power for? Oh, this power is to cast down sickness in my life. Oh, yeah, this power is to declare money in my life. This power is so that I might be able to to subdue the enemy and have dominion over this earth. This power is so I might know what's right and wrong and be perfect. No. This power is so that you can do this. Verse 19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Teach them. Sometimes we pick, we got to catch ourselves. We'd be talking about going out and reaching the loss. Jesus reached the loss by teaching. Reach one, teach one. Each one, reach one, each one, teach one. All, all those things they say. At the end of the day, if you really want to help somebody, you got to teach them. I'm going to tell you, outreach is about out-teach. If you're really going to reach the people out in the world, that means you have to dedicate yourself to teaching them, not yelling on them, not debating them, not arguing with them, not asking them questions, teaching. Witnessing is teaching. You break the scriptures down. Look. Jesus showed us what we're supposed to do. If you teach somebody, they'll come. To, if you're teaching according to the word and the way Christ taught in love and patience and persistence daily. Find a person, commit yourself for a month from August the 7th or 8th when this come out from August the 8th to September the 8th. Find one person and teach them something. About Jesus every day. Not with expectation for them to do anything. But because you know teaching is reaching. 
teach all the nations. This is higher learning, folks. I know I was supposed to be teaching you how to learn, right? This is work study. Higher learning. Higher learning. I never learn more than by teaching. The best thing that happened to me was getting thrown in there with those young kids. Nobody threw me in there. I willingly did it, but I didn't know what I was getting myself into. But every single year, every single day, every Bible study, every event, every time I interacted with them, I realized how lacking I was. However learning I was, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth, something sparked in me that I would not have learned had I just been sitting. I've grown so much by by finding out that I, I can't I feel like I'm not a Christian. There was this urge, it was in 2015, I didn't feel like I was doing anything because I wasn't. Because Jesus right here, he says, he says, go, go ye therefore and teach all nations. He didn't say, go ye therefore for us and find us something to do at church and keep yourself busy. I did that. It wasn't working. I was the choir director. I was the audio tech. I was the video tech. I was the anything tech. I was the graphic designer. I was the preacher. I was the teacher. I was the, 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 the youth minister. I, I was the rapper. <laughs> I was anything that I thought that I could get my hands on to do. And all those things built skills in me that I can use to this day and am using to this day. But I was ever learning, but never coming into the knowledge of the truth. And isn't it so sad how many people have come to the knowledge of mixing audio, have come to the knowledge of Hospitality have come into the knowledge of how to preach and teach, how come into the knowledge of how to dance or sing, come into the knowledge of how to play an instrument all in the confines of church. It's a breeding ground for talented people, but we've never come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Teaching. All the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And Jesus, verse 20, tells me, answers this question, what am I teaching them? You're teaching them, this is what he says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. See, by reading the word and knowing what Christ has commanded me. See, some of us are not reading the scripture in the right context. You're not reading it as commandments. Yeah, you read the Ten Commandments as commandments because it said commandments. And, you know, it's so easy a caveman can do that. But not realizing that everything that Jesus says was prompted to him by his father and was said as command. It was said as command. He said, now I command it to you. And so I want you to teach them to observe what I command. We sitting in Bible study so you can learn what he commanded so you might observe it. Observe it means acknowledge it. Take heed to it. Listen to it. Meditate on it. Obey it. Follow it, live it, breathe it. He said, what did Paul say? He said, in him do I move, live, move, and have my being. How? Because I I live for, observe his commandments. Well, come on. Force it ain't it can't be that simple. Yes, it is. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Sometimes you can break down the whole Bible in one scripture. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. That means if you love me, you'll learn my commandments. That means if you love me and want to learn my commandments, you'll open that Bible. And you'll read it, not so you can speak jargon, not so you can create dogma and creeds and doctrines. Of your own interpretation, but so you can see how Jesus walked and set yourself to walk in that way. Oh, Lord, can you order my steps? He did. 
Your steps are laid out in 66 books. Get to stepping. I wish God spoke to me. I wish he gave me an understanding of what he wants with my life. He wants to, God wants the same thing with your life that he wanted from Jesus' life. Read, rinse, repeat. Oh, my goodness. Am I fired up? Yeah, I'm fired up. And, and oh, my goodness. Right, let me just stay focused. Let me stay focused. He said, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the earth. I'm with you because you're, you're, you've taken on my yoke and I'm with you. I, I got rest now when I just follow the steps of his word. When I follow his commandments, other people command me to do this. It's amazing. People command you to do things of their own desire. Such sinful creatures. Such hypocrites. Christians who will who will always command you to do of their desire. I rarely get people who come to me. And through accountability, demand and command me to observe whatever Christ commanded them. Nah, people come and demand of me for their glory, for their needs, for their pleasure. I mean, most people won't realize this. And maybe some people will, especially after they hear it. But I don't ask people for anything for my own pleasure. If I ask people for anything, it's that I might be a blessing and be a use for the kingdom of God. I don't ask people for much and I don't have to. I don't have to. I just don't have to. If I open my, my mouth to ask somebody for something, it's because God opened his doors of my, the doors of my heart to lead me to. I try not to move in a way of my own because that's not the way I saw Christ do it. I'm observing what was commanded of me and then teaching others to observe what was commanded. And it might not be popular, but that's why he, he knew that. That's why Jesus said, trust me, hold on, low, relax. I'm with you always. Let's, dr let's drive this thing home. Matthew chapter 9, verse 12 through 14 says, But when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, They that be whole need not a physician. Remember, they was upset because he was sitting with the Pharisees, I mean, with the sinners and all of that, but the Pharisees were upset. And he said, they to behold no need a physician, but they that are sick. Jesus taught. Now, this is where I want you to understand. He said, verse 13 says, but go ye and learn what that means. So I want you all to understand something. Church is for you to hear. You're supposed to hear it, then go and learn yourself. I sit there and I listen to the pastor speak, and I hear him speak, thus saith the Lord, by faith. I believe that's who, who is speaking through him. Then I take what he said, and I go learn what it means. I go learn. Through how? Through, through operating in obedience. I heard it. Now I, I do it. I heard it. I go read more about it so that I might do it. If I don't know enough to do, then I'm going home to go read enough to do. And if I know enough to do, then I'm going to go do it so I can learn more about it by doing it. He said, y'all go figure this out. People get so frustrated, come to church and expect us to learn it for you. You got to learn it for yourself. If you're still writing, if you're still here, so, you know, some people, they ain't even listening no more. 
If you still here, write down, go learn you something. The church is not to teach you. The church is here. Wait a minute. The church is here to teach you. The church is not here to learn for you. Teaching is just one half of it. People, they, they hear something and they say, I don't understand. That ain't on us. I could sit with you for hours. I'm still trying to understand. Seek. Go seek. Stop being so lazy. Go seek. Take what you heard and go meditate on it. Take what you heard and go try it. Just go try it. Some, some things is just go try it. Go try it. Say love doesn't vaunteth herself. Go read what vaunteth mean. Vaunteth mean doesn't, it doesn't glorify itself. Okay. Now, I, what does it mean to glorify myself? Uh, okay. I understand that now. Okay. Now I can go and try to not glorify myself. So every day I'm trying to not glorify myself. I'm just working on one aspect of this universe of love. One planet in this universe of love. It's taking a sliver at a time. But if I can practice it. Bible tells us about filthy communication. Okay, so what's filthy? I, I, I got to go sit and meditate and learn about it. Go dig deeper in the word. Now I'm studying with intention. It's boring to you because you don't want to do it. Right now, I'm, I'm undermanned with my business. I get people all the time. They see me and they see that I need people and they say, well, just let me know because I can help. What I really need, what I need in my business as far as help, I need someone who's learned. So that means that you either got to go and go learn or I can bring you on if you have the intention of learning while working. But I'm telling you, bring certain people and you realize they're not they're not trying to learn. They won't do that. You could just see that the 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 oomph isn't there. Y'all know. Y'all have seen people either at your job might be even be you. Some people just trying to do enough to get. Not enough to learn. They doing enough to get, not enough to learn. I grab people and they just doing enough to get the, the pay at the end of the day. They not going home like, yeah, I seen uh you use this camera. So I went home and I read the manual on the camera. And so now I know what, what to do. And, and they can take it over. And I'll be like, well, you know what? You, you I, I, I showed you and then you went and learned you something. I gave you enough to go learn. Sometimes the, the pastor just give you the name of the camera. And you go home and you learn how to use the camera. I love when people just want to know just enough. Like, I just want to know where you go to, to learn your information. And then they go and learn. Stop trying to get me to. Dummy down and cliff note the information for them. Go learn what it means. That's what Jesus said. Go learn what it means. Hebrews 5, 7 through 9 says, Though he were a son, yet he learned, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. Even Jesus had to learn by doing. He learned by doing. He learned obedience by obeying. He learned obedience by obeying. He said, oh, what did he learn about obedience? Oh, you know what I learned? I learned that obeying God is really not as simple as I thought. Obeying God isn't just doing. Sometimes it means doing and suffering for doing. I've learned a new component of obedience that I never would have learned had I never done. Philippians chapter four, verse 10 through 12. I'm going to close out with this. 11, let's go to verse 11. Not that I speak in respect of want. This is Paul talking. He says, for I have learned 
in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Paul learned contentment. It changed how he spoke because he learned contentment. He didn't learn contentment from a Bible study. No. No. He might have learned the definition of it. But he didn't learn the becoming of it until he acted in it. How? There was times where he was abased. There was times where he was abound. There was times where he was up and down. There was times where he had everything. There was times he had nothing. There was times he was full. Times he was hungry. Times he was he had everything. And times he suffered need. He's like, I know now. So I want you to look those two scriptures. Verse 11 says, for I have learned. What did you learn? 12. I know how to be. Everything in the scriptures is teaching me how to be. What am I learning? How to be. If somebody tells me they learn, they, they listen to this podcast, I'm going to ask them a call and response. I'm going to say, what, what are you learning when you come to church? And they should say, I'm learning how to be. God is teaching us so we can have know-how. Know-how to what? Know how to get money? No. God is teaching us so we can know how. Know how to get a wife or a husband? No. God is teaching us so we can know how. Know how to get a house and a car and a family? No. So we can know how to be. So that no matter what we have, we still are. No matter what happens to us, we still are. What are we? We're Christ. We're Christ who kept his disposition. No matter what he faced, kept his mind, no matter how much pain he endured. Paul learned how to be like Christ. He said, I learned whatever state I am therewith to be content. Look back at Jesus' life. He was content. He told them, he told them as a matter of fact, not a matter of sadness. When, when you, he turned to them and said, I, I have not a place to lay my head. He didn't say it as a matter of sadness. He didn't say it as a matter of victim, a, a matter of pity. He said it as a matter of fact, because no matter what he had or didn't have, he always was Christ. And Paul has learned, no matter what state he's in, he has learned to be. What have you learned to be? I don't want to learn to show love. I want to learn to be love. I don't want to learn how to show joy with a smile on my face and a pep in my step. I want to learn how to be joy. problem is everybody's acting things out because nobody can see what you are except for God Paul was telling them something they couldn't see and there's no way for them to test but it matters not about them anyway it matters what God he's happy because he has learned how to face no matter what situation how to stay content how to stay balanced, how to stay stable, because the stable mind will stay in the word, no matter what they're facing. The stable mind will stay at peace, no matter what they're facing. The stable mind will stay in the faith, no matter what they are facing. They'll stay in love. They'll stay in joy. They will stay in perfect peace because they've learned how to be the truth. Not just hear the truth, not just study the truth, not just learn the truth, but come to the knowledge of the truth. What I'm talking about is higher learning. Episode 118. I hope this was beneficial to you guys. I kept it in, a, in an hour. Kept it in an hour. Matter of fact, I still got 15 seconds. I'm going to use it to say one thing. 
I don't know what you're supposed to be. But what I know you're not supposed to be.